This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sestrino, back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories here for the week of May 10th, 2022, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Yes, that's right. News AF is back here. I am back in the studio after uh, recording from New York City last week. Well, we are back here with the News AF team of dreams. And here we are back with a man who many people know as Pickleball's top influencer, uh, Mm -hmm. podcaster extraordinaire, Correct. America's dad, Tyson yep. Apostle. Whoop whoop. Yeah. No hat feels today. Good. No hat. I because oh, let me see. What oh, happened nice. was I yesterday I was getting sick of my hair. So I started calling around trying to find somebody to cut it. Uh and the lady that I normally go to, I guess that I mean, I only go and get my hair cut like every like eight months and it's just a trim. So I was like, I need this all the way off my head mm-hmm. right now. I don't know why something about it right now. Just get it off my head. And so I call and I guess they're closed on Mondays. So I called a bunch of times thinking that maybe they'd open later in the day, never were open. And I was all set to just like commit to going and cutting my hair short. Then this morning I wake up and I look in the mirror. I'm like, my hair looks dope. Do I really want to cut it? So now I'm waffling a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should cut wow. it or not. Yeah. Yeah. I guess sleep on all your good ideas. See if they'll, uh, <laughs> you know, still be attractive as an idea in the morning. Are they good ideas though? I sleep on an idea, I think is what you're saying. Yeah, Sleeping on a good idea is bad. Mm-hmm. But you won't sleep. know. You gotta, you gotta wait till you wake up in the morning. Yeah, you gotta sleep on all ideas. Like if all you have like ideas, an angry letter, like put it in a drawer and then wait to send it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And so then you die and have a drawer full of really angry letters that you got to throw away <laughs> that they read at your funeral <laughs> and exposes you as the jerk you were. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like four dressers full of angry <laughs> letters. <laughs> but we've been friends. All of us now for so long. I feel like that we've uh-huh. been through many different life cycles of like Tyson having long hair and then cutting it short and yeah. then growing it and then and then going back through the whole cycle over and over again. Yeah, over and over again. Tyson measures time by haircuts. So he's like, yeah, that was around the third haircut that we did that. When uh, I first met Rachel's dad, he was very concerned about my livelihood and was like, what's your five-year plan? And I was like, to grow my hair out. Good plan. Uh, yeah. But I did it six years just to prove to him I'm not a quitter. <laughs> so he's loved cool. you ever since. <laughs> yeah, ever. And you had short hair when you met him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you've done it time and time again. I mean, yeah. It keeps coming back. It is so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So. A man who also I've seen uh, with short hair and longer hair over the years. Here he is wearing a Carhartt ski hat. As uh, all of the top trendsetters do, it's Vascular D, Danny Bryson. Guys, lucky to be here. Yeah, VD. I had quite the experience. What Um, What happened? Well, remember I said I I might go on an adventure? Uh Uh-huh. So after the podcast, I spent most of the afternoon wondering whether or not I should go. And around 6 o'clock, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go. I can't get anyone else to go with me. I'll go by myself. So I went to the Tetons. Uh-huh. And I slept on the side of the road in my car. Woke what up does Tetons four. mean in English? Uh, I'll have to look that up on an image search. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. uh, I slept in my car, woke up at four and headed out on my skis to ski a big mountain uh-huh. on the, in the Teton range, kind of more remote on the Northern part of the range. Uh, I get to the top. One of the hardest, I just felt like absolute garbage. Uh, I got to the top took me forever, started skiing down and just puked 
all over the place while I was descending. Like I managed to stop. I did ski uh, once while puking, but at that time I stopped and just threw up. Okay. Then I skied a little bit more, threw up again. Then I was skiing again and this time just threw up while moving, which I found fascinating. You know, you're going through the pain of puking. But I'm also thinking to myself, this is the highs of skiing. I've never been skiing and throwing up simultaneously. This is just an Mm -hmm. interesting experience. You think you're going to like probably do a master class on it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can I I ask, what was the position uh, that you were? Are are you just like sort of like head over feet, like uh, just puking, like in between your when I was skiing? No, no, that actually, you know what? That would have been the way to go. But I was I was cruising on like a gentle slope, so I just went over like this, turned Mm -hmm. aside, and threw up. Anyway, I keep puking. Like it's turning into stomach bile. Now it's I'm puking and nothing's coming out, but my stomach muscles are cramping because I have no electrolytes. I've been out mm-hmm. for probably oh my God. nine hours by this point. Okay. So eventually I just like collapse on like this rock. And I think I fell asleep two hours <sighs> later. Uh I'm all alone, like mm-hmm. pretty remote. Cold? How cold is yeah. it? It was hot. And that was why okay. I was puking because I overseen Bernard come find you. Gosh, I wish I was wishing I saw some whiskey. The request I was going to make was if I saw someone, do you have a beverage other than water? Because part of the problem is every time I drink the smallest amount of water, I would just puke. Your body would reject it. It would be rejected so hard. Uh, Eventually, I got to the edge of the lake. And I remember telling you guys I wouldn't cross the lake. What lake is it? Uh, What is that giant lake called? Not Jackson Lake. Maybe Lay Lake. Okay. Um, anyway, I get to the edge of it and I, I remember specifically telling you guys I wouldn't cross it and I yep. started to cross it. Right. And it's like you promised us, Danny. I know. You're so lightweight at this point from all the puke. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I have no puke. I've been out forever. I need to do the shortcut across the lake. Don't want to go along the shoreline. So I go out on this lake and I have to walk over one or two cracks. Right. So that I can see the, the depth of the ice. It looks How thick good. is it? It looked, it looked thick, right? Like what? <clears throat> I want to say at least eight, nine inches. Oh, that's super thick, dude. <clears throat> yeah. So here's the scary part. I get out. I'm getting out into the deeper or the more remote section of the lake. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, I'm using my pole to check for holes. Sure. The problem is there's like six inches of slush before the pole will even hit the ice. <clears throat> eventually I thought, I thought of our prom and I promise not to go on the ice. You guys, I said, I can't die for Tyson and, uh, Rob's sake. Yeah. So I headed back to the shore and I didn't keep going us. and stuck yeah. to the trees. Cause I just thought, man, they would be, I know Tyson has a speech ready, yeah. but they would just be so they would, the grieving process would destroy yeah. news AF. So I got back, uh, eventually after something like 12, 13 hours to my car, uh, but man, it was one of the worst experiences I've had in a while. Like imagine, wow. imagine having the worst food poisoning of your Is life. Is that what it was? Food poisoning? <clears throat> no, it was over exhaustion. You imagine didn't eat Lucky a- Charms for breakfast that day, did you? No, no, I didn't have. And you had, had no Mountain Dew with you. I know I, I had, I swapped out my Mountain Dew for a Red Bull. Big mistake. But I, the way to compare this is imagine you have the worst food illness you've ever had. Then Take that while you're puking and feeling like garbage. You can't lay down at home. You're out in the woods by yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then I hand you a 30 pound backpack while you're puking and say, oh, by the way, you have to go, you know, 10 miles back. You get to, you get to. Yeah. You chose this life. (laughs) You chose this life, Danny. Don't be like, oh, well, you have to. I know. So are you cured of your adventure days now? I did say every time this happens, stoked. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? That's, that's what I what, say during these very low yeah. moments. Every time you go on, on something like this, that's what I say. Well, you say that. I only have these types of experiences maybe three or four times a year. So the rest of the time, it's good. But gosh, it was it was nasty. Mm-hmm. One of the worst. Yeah. But left, just glad to be back. Left it all out on the mountain. Really yeah, cool. I, left, I left it all on the mountain. So much of my fluids. Well, I've been running... Mountain. And feeling pretty good, Danny. I'm ready for an oh. adventure. Okay, let's go long and hard. <laughs> no, I and will. See if we can get you to puke. What How do you think you ate, hard? Danny? It was it was overheating. So I started the morning. I had checked the temperatures the day before, assuming it would be cold. 
Then I started off in the morning. It was just hot. And I kept some, probably too much clothing on. You got the backpack uh-huh. on and I went as fast as I could to get to the base of the mountain. And there's this, if for people who know about overheating, there's like this lag. So I had overheated approaching the mountain, but it didn't show itself until I started skiing down. Yeah, then it didn't the, rear its ugly head. Yeah. Ugh, it was uh, nasty, but uh, cool. Anyway, Man. just glad to be here. It's so much easier yeah. to podcast. Yeah. We're happy you're here too. We're happy you're here too. I mean, uh, yeah, you have some good takes sometimes and, uh, we would miss those. I know I was worried. Like what if even I do make it, but I have like brain damage. Yeah. When you're throwing oh. up that hard. You do uh-huh. feel as if you're, you're damaging blood vessels all over your body. Like it's just so much you on your head when you're puking and you're really pushing left. that out. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's worse than any dump I've ever taken. Wow. Never push that. And Tyson, hard. what if Danny just like wasn't as quick on the podcast? We'd have to have make like a difficult decision. Noel, yeah. you'd, you'd have to keep them for a certain amount of time. That's and right. Then, that's proper. And then, that's find, and then find a reason to get rid of him. So all we'd be doing is he'd think that we're all cool. Mm-hmm. Well, what you we'd say be is, like, we'd yeah. be circling like buzzards waiting for him to just mess up just enough for us to be like, Danny, we got to part ways with you. Or you, you just say we're canceling news AF and then start something called like news AF plus. No, that would still hurt your feelings and people would still see that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is like, I'm just glad you guys are so considerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd have to stick by you, you for oh, wow, visuals. For so anyway, place. I'm just glad to be here, Rob. This okay. is, this is nice. This well, is probably what I should just do. Yeah, Danny, this was the most harrowing story you've had in a while. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a stomach bug going around. You sure it's not that? Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, it could have been a stomach bug, but it felt more like overheating. Yeah. Last week, uh, my son, uh, he was puking. Uh, they said it was the flu. Mm-hmm. So I, it could have been. The reason Bergen I don't think it was that stomach stuff is mm-hmm. I recovered by the time I got home. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Let's uh, talk about something else that you could be doing to recover from a lot of the things that, uh, you know, are really bringing us down in modern day society, because there's a simple thing that you could do to improve your well-being and cut down uh, the uh, anxiety levels and even depression. And that is a one week social media vacation so here's where i disagree is that danny was on a social media vacation and was mm-hmm. puking his guts out yeah, yeah but what if what if those were the withdrawal symptoms oh my god that you were going like through withdrawal from social yeah. media <laughs> yeah and my body is like i haven't my eyes haven't absorbed the light from the my phone light. in so yeah. long wow that i was like you <laughs> <laughs> know all the bile that comes from social media and it just purged and it wasn't until I got reception, actually, it wasn't until I had reception that I started to feel better. You had yeah. no bars. Yeah, I had no had bars. No bars. That's and if why. you have no bars, you will die. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I think that it wasn't that I would die. It was just that I was going through the withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Man, that's real rough, dude. But, like, I'm proud of you that you did that. Should we make a patch, you know, to help people get off? Oh, a blue light patch? Yeah, maybe blue light be? patch. Yeah. Uh, Absorb. Listen. So what you do, you take this patch. Mm-hmm. It's got blue light in it. You stick it on your arm. It puts blue light into your bloodstream. Pulses. So pulses. And then well, it sometimes vibrates like the phone in your yeah, pocket. It's not so just then the yes. light. I think also like the way that a lot of these social networks are addicting is that, you know, you get something. It's sort of like the slot machine uh, theory of like you don't always get like good stuff, but sometimes you yeah. go there and then there is something good. Great so you get like stuff. a little like hit of dopamine. So the patch has got to like randomly dispense enough dopamine to, yeah. you know, uh, sort of like help you. Like sometimes I feel like I'm I'm just like tired and uh, I'm just like uh, looking at like TikTok because um, you know it's 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 helping me stay awake. So if we were to label like give a comparison each social media site to a drug, what do we think is the hardest drug out there in terms of social media? Well, I think that probably uh, the Twitter is because I think that Twitter offers something that the others don't necessarily do. And I guess Facebook, if you're of a certain age, I think also. I think it's Um, Instagram. You think Instagram? I would say Instagram, too. You got the likes. Then you have like people like commenting on your image and then you have, 
Yeah, I think it's Instagram. Well, I think that, uh, but I think that the strongest like emotions I think are found on those other platforms where I feel like that Instagram is, um, you know, it feeds into other things. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I I kind of agree with Tyson. I think that Instagram probably. I think it's the the superficial, the addiction to superficiality that is the strongest. It's like, but it, it, it can also depend the on the user. Is. I think Rob is probably a heavier Twitter user. Yeah, no, definitely well, Rob is, Yeah, Rob has a hidden burner phone in the upper <laughs> thing of his toilet. So he's like, here, Nicole, hold my phone. I'm just going to the bathroom real quick. And then he goes in there and pops the toilet, pulls out his burner phone that's in a Ziploc bag and checks Twitter a bunch. Okay, mm-hmm. which one is the weakest drug? Which one's the weed? For people our age, I think Facebook, anybody our age or younger, like I don't even do anything on Facebook and I barely get on Facebook, but I have Facebook Mm -hmm. because I need it for some reason. But it was the gateway social media. It was the gateway social media. Yeah, you into all the the hard stuff. Yeah. And basically it does all the things the other ones do, but it does so much. And it's it's like like an Android phone where it can do everything at 80%. Uh, good <laughs> where an apple phone can do 90 percent of what an android phone can do but it executes perfectly on those things well said mm-hmm. so facebook is that it's like we do everything but not very good yeah and then instagram's like we just do photos we do them great and then twitter's like we just do like short snippets and that's our thing so you could do all of those things on one platform but why yeah um well just to go back to the study uh, that was done, uh, that this was 154 people between 18 and 72 who all use uh, social media daily. Uh, on average, uh, these people were spending eight hours of their week browsing the various social platforms. Whoa, that's okay? not very much, if we're yes. going to be honest, dude. Not that <laughs> eight much. Eight hours yeah. a week? Yeah, that might have been the 72-year-old. Yeah, yeah, I did eight hours this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so what they did was they split the participants into uh, one of two groups. One used social media as normal. One tried to avoid any social media use for a week. Yeah, Okay. awesome. Uh, and so... What they found was that the uh, from the mental health scores that they had at the start of the study, results showed that avoiding the social media for a full week led to dramatic improvements in well-being regardless of age, including drops in anxiety and depression. Hmm. I would love a social media vacation. Uh, I take them sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm tired of posting Mm -hmm. and doing stuff. Although uh, last night I played pickleball with this kid and he's... uh, He's a kid I've met at the, he's like one of the local coaches for Bergen's clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays pickleball. He's a 13 year old kid. And I got him to play some pickleball cause we needed a fourth guy. And he was like, Hey, if I get over a thousand followers on Instagram, I'm going to change my name to uh, pickleball playa on Instagram. I was like, I got an idea. Why don't you change your name to diarrhea pants Magoo and I'll actually help get you followers. And he's like, well, he seemed a little hesitant, but <laughs> I did post pants Magoo. Yeah. So I posted on Instagram. (laughs) Let's see where he's at right now. I did it Mm -hmm. yesterday and, uh, his anxiety and depression is through the roof. (laughs) The video video has 12,000 hits and I think we have, he's probably gained about 60 to 70 followers. He's almost 700. Yeah. (laughs) We got to get him. (laughs) We got to get him there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause, uh, yeah, he's pickleball underscore gymnast right now because he's a gymnast and a pickleball player. But if we can get him to a thousand followers, he'll change his name to uh, Diarrhea Pants Magoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So if anybody's thinking about, uh, you know, if you want to have a staycation, think about mm-hmm. a uh, social yeah, media break. Idea. That could be. That yeah. could be something. I would but, do that. But think about the withdrawals. Just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know Danny's harrowing tale of withdrawals as he he probably was. You were fine going across the lake, around the lake. You were fine going up. Then you went out of service, and at yeah. that point, your the body minute. is like shutting down. It wasn't being pelted by high frequency I, radio waves. Yeah, each <laughs> no do the each individual cell in your body was probably freaking out. Oh, vibrating uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Lucky Man. I didn't have diarrhea too. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you probably, mm-hmm. your butthole probably did try to make some, but you'd already puked <laughs> everything out. Yeah. Um, have you thought about uh, Diarrhea Pants Bryson as a new Twitter <laughs> handle? No, no. And by the way, Twitter, that, would, yeah. that would stress me out. Mm-hmm. Like if Tyson did a con- contest like that, I feel bad for this kid because he's like both wants followers, but is also uh, praying. At what price? Yeah, it doesn't happen. <laughs> He's so stuck. He needs a, a week off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a good kid. I think he'll be okay. Okay. Uh, another study this week where they talked to 2,000 dog and cat owners uh, uh-huh. revealed that 33% of these people would choose their four-legged friend, their dog or their cat, uh-huh. instead of uh, their house. And also 33% said that they would choose their pet over their significant other. Wow. Crazy. So uh, I just want to get some clarification on this study. Does that mean their significant other is certain death? <laughs> like mm-hmm. dead. They're mm-hmm. choosing them to be dead or just like, I will break up. I, I think it would be like, like divorced. I, I don't okay. think it was necessarily dead. All right. Well, let's, I uh, just find Annie? it hard that the, you can't hold a dog over your head and receive shelter. It's in, crazy to me that you would choose your pet over your house. Maybe they don't have nice houses. Warm. Maybe they're renting. Well, yeah. The people that would say yes to that probably have Maybe like they're underwater dogs, on their mortgage. Yeah. People taking surveys don't own houses. <laughs> Well, survey people also probably have more than 10 pets. That's true. So their house already smells like they're And most of them probably don't have significant others. Mm -hmm. So like this is an easy point. This is easy for them. Danny, you have a cat. Yeah. Are you giving up your house for your cat? Just had an argument about this cat uh, this morning. You want to keep it? The whole family wants to get rid of it. I play pranks on my cat. Uh-huh. Uh, which makes it angry, Liz probably. Got so mad at me this morning. She said, You are making our cat what was paranoid. the word she word? Paranoid. Yes. Yeah. Paranoid. So you can't like, it you really can't upsets play. me. Me, like when it's walking, call me through the kitchen, I'll screech my shoe on the kitchen floor yeah. and it it'll freak out. Yeah, that's things cool. like that. I just that's scare it all the time. Cool. Yeah. So now that's what's gonna happen? Cool. It's cruel, cruel, uh, cruel. It's cruel. not cruel. That's not cruel. That's and by the way, listen. Anything, you're training it now. Your no. kid accidentally does yeah. something and it scratches this is the, the father crap out nature, of Danny. Guys, no, let me tell you what I've seen. As this cat has been in our house now for a mm-hmm. while, it cares less and less. And that's what I was trying to tell Liz. I said, "Oh, you think I'm startling it all the time? Let me tell you, this cat doesn't care at all. Fifty like." More than 50% of the time, whereas it used to be 100% of the time. Now it just looks at me and rolls its eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's so not really that big of a deal. Yeah. So are you giving up your house for this cat if like you were like had to choose between one or the other? I think Liz would. Okay. So and- Liz gives up the house. Okay, that works out great for me. I'd lose a wife, but I also lose a pet and wait, the house wait. free. So Liz would also divorce you and she would have. Well, let's just say she's like, I will. Yeah, she gets a cat, but she loses the house. Yeah. Now the house Without is fine. The house. We're still married, but she lives in a tent in the backyard. <laughs> sure. With the cat. Yeah. With yeah. The cat. But you yeah. lost it. But you, but you picked the house over your spouse. Yes. Who chose mm-hmm. the cat? That wasn't my fault. She okay. chose the cat over me, mm-hmm. but yeah. we're still married. She's in the backyard Tyson, with a tent. Should this be a new game show of uh, <laughs> house spouse? Or I wish that, that like, like, uh, I guess if house your pet was a mouse. mouse. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, you, if your pet was a mouse. Or grouse. Um, a grouse would work too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. never heard of someone having a grouse as a pet. That would be really cool though. Like imagine how many looks you'd get if you had a grouse, like on a leash walking around. Listen, Rob, you have a dog. Yeah. You love this dog. You just got this dog. Mm-hmm. You picking the the dog over your house? Boy, uh, so if I was on a house, spouse, or mouse. Uh, Here's what you got to do. You either yeah. got to release the dog yeah. into the into the Appalachians, into the mountains. Sure. Like, goodbye, dog. Somebody would find her. Okay. Well, then it has to be more severe than that. Yeah. No, it's just she's no, not mine anymore. More severe. Yeah. Why does it? It's not like because the, 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 the dog if dies. If I let go of Nicole, it's that she's gonna she'll, she'll remarry. She'll find. She'll date. She'll like. Uh, I'm letting go. I'm not like this. Like she's not, she's not gonna be uh, like unalived or anything like that. 
Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is like, I wanted it to be a severe enough, uh, action. It's just, that, just, that doesn't, you know, it's not with demolishing me your house, demolishing your house or demolishing. I don't dog. even think that the house has to be destroyed. Another family moves in. I just don't live here anymore. By yeah, the way, okay. giving up your spouse for a pet says, so more you're your keeping the dog or you're getting rid of the pet. dog, Rob. I only get to keep one of the three. No. You, there are two separate questions. Are mm-hmm. you keeping the house or the dog? Um, I think I'd go house over the, the dog. Oh, as, thank you know, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Are you keeping Nicole over the dog? Yeah, I keep. Uh, I, I don't want to say. We can. Keep. We can talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we would. can talk about this yeah. over. Uh, yeah, I, after. yeah. Prefer Nicole over the dog. I have two desert tortoises. Yeah. I will say goodbye to him right now if I have to. Mm-hmm. Oh, for which the house or the spouse or both? Uh, both. I'm okay. keeping the spouse. That's and good the, to know that you value Rachel more than two desert tortoises. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm 42, going to be 43, which is the same age you guys are already. Mm-hmm. I'm not finding anybody else that's going to, uh, you know, take tolerate your bullcrap. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I'm like, I found Rachel. She mostly tolerates my. Yeah, whatever garbage I got going on. I've got yeah. stacks of Fila boxes in my master bedroom of brand new clothes and shoes and stuff. And she doesn't love it, but like, that's the life we live, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. You know who uh, would tolerate all of your BS? A dog. Your desert tortoise. Yeah. You never a say anything tortoise. bad about you. That's true. Honestly, never that's... criticize you. Never nag mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Would okay. love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's a pretty good sales pitch, actually. Yeah. How big well, is a desert tortoise? Are well, big? right now, Chaz Lamborghini right now is like 30 pounds, dude. Whoa. And he started, big. Big. he started as like smaller than the palm of my hand, teeny tiny, and did four years, but he could be up to 200 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. And live 150 years. It's a family heirloom. That's the beauty of a desert tortoise as a pet is it's a family heirloom. And they graze on grass, Danny. You could put your desert tortoise out in your backyard. It would just munch on How grass. effective are they? Are they like goats? Very slow. They're they're not that slow, but they do. Can they eat. mow my lawn once a week? Like that. that's how effective they do you, are. Do you need the lines and stuff? Could I... Get some lines. Yeah. <laughs> you need like some tie, some lawnmower tire lines. In there. I love no, the they lines. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. They definitely don't do that. And they do eat it in patches. So it doesn't look great, mm. but you don't have to put food out for them. All I do is I put fruit and vegetable scraps out for them, our cutoffs of our stuff. And then they uh, graze on the grass. It's a really beautiful pet. Yeah, I could leave for two weeks and they wouldn't need anything from me. Wow. What do they give back? Love. Love. They are pretty funny. They will interact with you. They'll like come up and like uh, nudge you. See if you have food. They'll try taking nibbles at your toes if you're wearing uh, nail polish because they think it's a strawberry. Uh, And yeah. This is the least exciting pet (laughs) I've ever heard of. (laughs) No, I I bet there's more. What? An insect? That's like the next level. A cricket? Yeah. A cricket. <laughs> At least a cricket's well, good. Maybe that's the move. Maybe you don't have that exciting of a pet, so your spouse doesn't pick uh, the pet over you or the house. What does your cat do that's so exciting? I don't like the cat. The cat does nothing that entertains me. <sighs> Although it, it is active, mm-hmm. I do appreciate its hunting prowess mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's hunting garbage that kids leave on the floor. It's impressive. It hunts Dude. garbage. I'm well, like it toys with things. I'm getting the sneezes just you talking about the cat. Okay. All right, here. Well, let's go back to some more dog talk. Okay. So maybe if you don't want to have your own dog, uh, you could find yourself maybe in the predicament of uh, this couple uh, in uh, Tennessee. Uh, So actually, uh, this is uh, the tale of a couple uh, that they woke up one morning to find a dog in bed with them, except that the dog uh, is not their dog. 
I'm guessing they had a dog door, right? Otherwise, these people are the most carefree individuals I've ever heard of. Leave all the doors open okay. straight to their bedroom. So they actually do have three dogs, uh, okay. this couple. Uh, okay. Jupiter, Hollis, and Zeppelin. Uh, Whoa. And they have a back door, which was left open by accident. Enter uh, a strange dog named Nala, who lived uh, two miles away, who went in to uh, go into their house and then got into bed with uh, this couple. Ooh, non-consensual. Non-consensual, yeah. Wow. What if uh, Nala was trained to break into houses and steal valuables? Mm-hmm. Nice. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Doug is that the freakiest freak. Is Nala a big dog? Pretty big dog, yeah. Uh, Nala, let me see if I can give you... Because uh, Nala is the name of... Uh, Simba's uh, girlfriend on the Lion King. Yes, Whenever you guys yes. give me the name of a dog, all I can do is hear the owner yelling that name over and over and over, pretending as if their dog can listen and respond to its own name. Mm-hmm. Nala, Nala, guys, Nala, get over here. Nala, where are you? Nala, my, my neighborhood is mostly dog owners. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but for some reason, because most of them are dog owners. They just assume that every you can the dogs can shit on anybody's front yard that they want yeah. to. I put these no dog signs on my front yard, like lining my yard, and uh, they've been ignored. No, they haven't. They've been respected. Oh, that's so but unusual. The, the other day, I rolled up uh, after dropping Bergen off from school at school pretty early, and there was a lady with two big dogs on leash right in front of my house, like standing there letting them sniff my front yard. So I pulled my van up right in front of her and just sat in the van watching her like she was in my way until she left. And then she walked away and I parked my van and I was like, that was a really strong play by me. That was, that was an alpha dog play. Alpha dog. <laughs> I just like, just like pulled up. was like, oh, you're, you and your dogs are where my van needs to be right now. How so would you feel I, if her dog showed up in your bed? Uh, that would one time when we first moved in here, there was a dog in our backyard. A dog got in our backyard somehow, even though we have a fence and everything. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And I was like, this is an interdimensional okay. dog. Mm-hmm. No, it was our neighbors had hopped. It had hopped the fence. Cause I guess they had some weird planters stacked up that it got over our fence. And I uh, was not having it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys so, see that alligator climbing that fence? No. Alligators climb fences now. Yeah, I watched the video. It wasn't clear how high the fence or if there was uh-huh. some kind of thing on the other side allowing it, but it did climb a fence. Wow. Good yeah. for that. Working alligator. its way into someone's bedroom, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably finding some dog doors. Yeah. Can yeah. alligators go through dog doors or are they only for dogs? Do you think I, they got up and they see the sign that says yeah. dogs only? They're like, yeah. not for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like that the way that the dog's legs are, I think it's easy to, for the dog to get in there, but I feel like that the alligator has like legs that are out to the side. I think the alligator could get its head through the dog door, but I think it would uh-huh. be tough to get the, its arms through. That would be making a more impressive story. Yeah. Couple finds alligator in bed with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just wants to snuggle. You've heard of the mountain lion stories in Utah from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mountain lion will go through a dog door. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And yeah. eat the dogs in the on the kitchen table. I've the- never heard of that. <laughs> you haven't? No, that happened in that happened in Utah like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. That's wild. You know where uh, Danny will know. You know, you go up Provo Canyon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on the left hand side, right as you get into the canyon, there's that little teeny road with a stretch of like. 10 houses. Yep. That back up against the Provo river. I think it happened. A dog got eaten there. Yeah. If you Google like neighborhood, if you Google, like you could probably find the news story, but I did the guy, the homeowner showed up to a mountain lion eating a pet in their house. Mm, dang. The guy, yeah. The guy spooked him off with a gun. People sometimes find strangers in their bed. No, I'm not even talking like about, you know, like marital affairs. I'm talking about drunk people stumbling in. You know, oh. they usually make themselves some food and then pass out. Yeah. Sometimes I would Rachel much rather have a dog. Rachel looks at me like I'm a stranger sometimes. <laughs> that can happen. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so just uh, one last note on this dog that ended up in the bed. Like they couldn't get the dog out of the bed. Uh, and the woman, uh, this couple is Julie Johnson and Jimmy Johnson, not the famed uh, NFL coach. <laughs> A different um, guy. Yeah. That they posted on Facebook. Like, Hey, is this your dog? Um, and then, uh, but the, the woman just stayed in bed and, and snuggled with the dog all day. According to this report. Like, could you imagine like um, that, the dog like comes and lays in your bed and you're just like, uh, oh, ain't no thing. No. Uh, you know, no, more room. the more, the merrier. This is dog people though. Mm-hmm. though like, cause all dogs, whatever you love dogs. Cool. But I'm not touching a dog that doesn't have a collar on it. I'm not touching a dog in, in general. your bed, like I, in your bed. Yeah. yeah. I'm not touching I'm a dog in general, but like there are people that you go out Man, I'm getting a lot of calls today. Mm-hmm. Go out, dog and people probably. Dog people will they're, probably. I rate. <laughs> <laughs> and you go out, and somebody you're with a dog person, and they're like, "Hey, there's a stray dog. I'm gonna pet it. I'm gonna call it over. Then I'm gonna snuggle it, and I'm probably gonna kiss it on its face somewhere." You're like, "But why? You don't know where that face has been. You don't know how the dog's gonna react." In another how dog's are, butthole. Yeah, I mean, we kind of know. But like there's that's not me. And I mm-hmm. am a little turned off by that just because I would not do that to any type of animal or human that uh, was strange to me. Yeah. And I think that some of that stuff, I mean, I guess it's and your father nature comes to you. I'm father nature. Mm-hmm. Well, Tyson didn't say he wouldn't do that with a wolf. It's, I'm pretty sure Tyson would do that with a wolf, but yeah, yeah, no, you don't do that with any animal because you don't know the animal and you don't trust the animal. And how are you just giving this trust to these animals like yeah. that? Okay. Well, let me uh, share with you a, another dog story that we have here today. Now, this is a dog that I actually do uh, care for a great deal. Uh, let me show you a little bit about uh, a dog named Lexi. Uh, Lexi is a, uh, a, uh, lives on a sheep farm. And is a dog that has a unique talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a dog that can drive a car. Okay, uh, I kiss this dog okay. in the face. All right, yeah. this so here's, some face here's this dog. They put the car in first gear, and then uh, the dog, as you can see here, is able to drive the car. Whoa! Yeah. There is no one in the car with the dog. Well, no. this, uh, I, I guess. Oh, right yeah, I guess here. Not. Yeah. In some of the footage, the dog is completely alone. Yeah. I don't think that that dog is really steering the car. Yeah, I think it's just an open. You think it's a remote control? Area. No, I just think it's such a huge area that the dog, as long as it doesn't they make any sudden moves. I mean, but there's all these sheep here on the farm. That are they worried that the I dog? I want to see is- him make a turn. <laughs> if the dog could make a ninety degree turn. I'd say he was driving the car. A controlled turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, would you get in a car that a dog was driving? No. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't, again, I don't think this dog is driving the car. He just happens to have his hands on the steering wheel mm-hmm. while the car is moving. Yeah. I mean, we, we could probably find a parrot that drives a car mm-hmm. as well as this dog. Just have it sit there on the steering wheel, you know, and balance itself. Mm-hmm. There's lots of animals that can drive like this dog. Yeah. Look, again, the, the Lexi, Lexi gets in the car, goes on the steering, uh, <laughs> the driver's side. And then is able to, uh, you know, uh, seems to know what's going on. Probably safer value than a, a dog that could drivers. do my taxes. Yeah. Or than a dog that drives like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, does Lexi need a license, Tyson? Uh, not on the farm like that, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think, uh, that's fine. It's a different type of thing. But I also still think that. Look, the dog even has a- the keys in its mouth. This is sensationalized. This isn't real. Like, like I could go put my tortoise in the driver's seat right now and pop my yeah. car in first and gear. Get a story. Get, he's dri- get a story yeah, she's driving a tractor now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tortoise operates chainsaw. Mm-hmm. That would be a good headline. Get a running chainsaw in front of the tortoise. Uh, tortoise flies helicopter. Maybe get a tortoise into the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I would definitely trust a tortoise more than a dog because it's so slow that you would be able to, you know, correct any bad input it's giving the vehicle. Mm-hmm. The dog could do anything at any moment. Yeah. Like they're kind of standing next to the car, letting the dog drive it on its own. That mm-hmm. dog could step on that steering wheel and drive right into the 
owner of that car. Ooh. Okay. Dog kills man. Dog kills owner with car. Yeah. Also a sensational. Hit. It's a first first gear. Mm-hmm. What you think that uh, the dog is just? Yeah, I think. Oh, well, a car runs over you in first gear. That's still going to hurt. Yeah, but it's like you're gonna just stay put there like that. What if you trip? Haven't you seen any horror movies? The moment you need to run is usually the moment you, you trip and drop right. your cell phone and right. the battery yeah. dies. Okay, but hypothetically, uh-huh. Danny. Okay, yeah. now let's change the equation a little bit. Are you picking? Liz, your house, or a dog that can drive a car? My house. <laughs> for sure. I would like to weigh in here. Yes. It's weird that I had to ditch Liz in those choices, but <laughs> if the dog, I, I, I want to negotiate a little bit with yeah. you here, Rob. If the dog is licensed to drive on freeways and is a good driver, so can act as chauffeur to me, yeah. and will live for 40 years. Yeah. I'm in. Give yeah. me that dog. I mean, the earning potential for the dog. I was going to say like a, a novelty act is huge. Yeah. The, well, everyone's looking for, for the me. next, everyone's looking for the next grumpy cat, right? Yeah. That's well, even just self-driving, even self-driving cars. Like that's what it's for me. Like I have to feed this dog and love this dog. And if it's driving me everywhere I need to go, I am going to fall in love with this dog. Mm-hmm. And because I hate driving, yeah. I like to just sit in a car and not drive. And if this dog could give me that, then yeah, I'd be willing to make some sacrifices for it. Mm-hmm. So which, who are you getting rid of Rachel or the house? The house. We'll figure it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. live in the car with the dog. Ooh. Could I still live in my backyard? Only if the dog says, <laughs> okay, the Does dog, the dog gets amazing. the house. Oh my. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, the dog gets the house. No, I don't yeah. think so. Uh, no. Plus you could sleep in your van. I've slept in minivans lots of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Um, Danny, that this might be a story of interest to you. Okay. Uh, the Texas police department is looking for information about a man who has stolen a lawnmower. However, this man has also used the lawnmower to mow the lawn of the man that he stole the lawnmower from. He fills it up with gas even. Mm -hmm. So he went in search of gas, fills it up. Here's the most disturbing part of this story. Yes. He uh, mows the lawn at night. Oh. Which is uh, very Ooh. antisocial behavior. I, you know, somebody yeah, I know all that about that. Yeah. Yeah. How does that. that not get attention? Unwanted attention. He's mowing at night in the dark. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, I kind of like it as yeah. a thief. Like one, you get one last run of the lawnmower, and he'll even do it, and then the lawnmower's gone. Yeah. Does he come back and mow your lawn, or that he just does it the one time? He just does it the one time. Well, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. He comes back. If he comes back, it's like, who cares? You can Honestly, keep yeah, I'm not pressing charges if yeah. he's coming back every week. It's kind of wild. I, I would be interested in interviewing this man because remember, he did get gas, fill it up, start it, mm-hmm. and then mow in the dark before walking mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Now, ultimately, he left the lawnmower in an alley, abandoned. So you just need it for one day and it's like, uh, all right, well, I, uh, you know, I'm not going to go like, uh, I can't go buy one and take it back. I guess I could rent one, but let me just steal somebody's. What if he's, he lives in a condo. He's never had that experience, right? He's like, I've never had the suburban life. I just want to mow a lawn. See what it feels like. Yeah. This is what happened. It even has a white picket fence. He's like the American dream. Dude was walking and he was like, Driving mower. That looks dope. No, not a driving mower. It's a it's push regular. mower. And it was not anywhere near the street. It was, it was like, it nice. It was like. it a nice mower? I can't tell from the video. It just looks like your average mower. Pretty average. Looks okay. like pretty basic. I get, I get the riding lawnmower attraction. Oh, dude. Freaking riding lawnmower. Those are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this isn't. This is a push mower. Yeah. Okay. But is it a nice push mower? No, it doesn't have any bells or whistles that I can see from the yeah, it's video. Yeah, very basic. But did the hmm. guy whose lawnmower got stolen hear the lawnmower at nighttime? 
was too busy cuddling with strangers dogs. You think so? Yeah, I probably couldn't hear the mower over the sound of the cuddling. Mm-hmm. Uh, that part is interesting. I didn't look into it and it, the article doesn't say if they were even home. Mm-hmm. Premeditated mowing. Maybe he waited until they I don't left. mind this except for the fact that he ditched the mower somewhere else. Yeah. Why not just leave it on the lawn after you mow? Maybe maybe he needed it. Maybe he did other lawns, Tyson. You think he just like did a whole neighborhood of lawns? Like it's like the I mean, guy he, who he was like lived in the neighborhood himself and had to do his own lawn. Like I guess he just like uh, scoped out this house, saw the grass getting real high. Like okay, yeah. these people must be out of town. I'm gonna break in, steal their lawnmower, and then uh, then I'm gonna do my house. So that's the thing is that the other the you know like sometimes like uh, I'm sure Danny, you've probably felt this too, Rob, in places you've lived. Somebody with a snowblower. A wants to flex that they have a snowblower, oh, yeah, and they go and snowblow the whole neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Which I'm you don't fine with. Be, even if you don't want to be snowblowed. Mm-hmm. So, Danny, you're you're saying that even if you're just sitting there minding your own business, a dude comes up and snowblows you, you're totally fine. With so, it. we I have a neighbor. The flex here is to have a four wheeler with a plow, yeah. right? And you know what? Those guys are awesome because they plow all the sidewalks in the entire neighborhood because they're so stoked to be mm-hmm. able to use it. They even sometimes, if I'm out shoveling, will help me with my driveway. I think it's awesome. Like, dude, go ahead. I love your four-wheelers probably as much as you do. Go ahead and plow as much stuff as you want. Mm -hmm. It makes the neighborhood look great and operate smoothly. Okay. So I'm fine with that. All right. Uh, If anybody knows the whereabouts of the mystery mower, uh, there is a reward from the... uh, Yes. you, You know how they have neighborhood libraries little book things in yes, neighborhoods yes. what if they created like a neighborhood lawnmower tool shed a tool shed yeah where like you could just come and grab a lawnmower and mow yeah. some lawns and put oh, back and yeah. the urge yes. what, so like at trailheads at trailheads yes, bike, they have with the bike, bike tools stations. sometimes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and sometimes like they have those like little stations give where there's penny, library books yeah there's give a penny take a penny there's also like some neighborhoods that have like a little library yep. and you can go and take a book and trade a book mm-hmm. This is like that. You just what a like, utopia. What, yeah. Well, because sometimes you want to do a good deed, but maybe you don't have the tools necessary, or maybe you don't have the consent from the people to do this. Yeah, and it could be even when like sometimes in the neighborhood we'll go out and we'll you know help someone, an old lady trimmer business yard. idea. Yeah, but even then it feels like a violation of yeah. Like even when I have permission to help with her yard, I still feel like I shouldn't be there. I'd like to see like a neighborhood that's just saying, "Hey, these are the lawnmowers. You feel like mowing." We all agree that you can come and mow. Mm -hmm. This is, I think you can't uh, provide tools that are dangerous to use. Yeah. Yeah. Spinning blades. Yeah. But you can like, let's say like. What about those old school ones? No, because you could get fingers and toes in there. That's what I have. I have an old school one that I use on my lawn here. But here's the thing is you could sell it as. Like, oh, this is a release. It's a social media. You're away from social media. It's a detox. You're also like outside. And some people, I think their therapy is they go out and do like pick weeds and like pretty up their garden and stuff. So you could have like a path into your yard with a little shed with like gardening gloves and rakes and shovels and whatever and just be like, have at it. This is your therapy. Uh, just drop $20 donation in here. And you oh, wow. The they're yard. paying wow. for the wow. opportunity. You can do all the yard work you want. Yeah. Gosh, I wish that was a thing. Would have been a huge during sort of quarantine. Uh, like yeah. people that are like in an apartment that want to come out and get in like, like the gardening craze. Yes. Yes. Would have been here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. I, I think there's a market for it. All right, an update on a story that we brought to you last week. Uh, we talked to you about the story of a man named Malcolm McDonald, uh, the man who had a very serious condition uh, that caused his penis to atrophy and fall off. Uh, and then through the uh, amazing scientist. What's his name again? Malcolm McDonald. So are they going to call this Malcolm McDonald syndrome? <laughs> Why just call it? I got Malcolmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Malcolm McDonald syndrome, mm-hmm. where your penis falls off. Yeah. And so uh, through the marvels of modern medicine, they were able to uh, grow a new phallus for him on his arm. And now uh, they have been able to finally 
reattach it using a hydraulic system so that it is a uh, a working penis again for Malcolm McDonald. This story caught the attention of uh, actress Kate Beckinsdale, uh, who posted on Instagram uh, recently uh, this story, uh, who said, uh, literally scouring for news that doesn't make me want to jump out the window. The man said, it's not every day you see a man with a penis on his arm. Of course, I see the funny side. Of course, he is from the UK. Of course, he has done a photo shoot down the wreck with a willy hanging out his sleeve. Feel momentarily better. God bless you, Malcolm. Uh, he tried to turn it into a date, by the way, <laughs> yeah. which is smart because any day you can get the attention of Kate Beckinsale is a good day. Wait, but also I want to say that Kate Beckinsale if she did come up with this caption on her own is terrible at captions. I think mm-hmm. she did. I think she yeah. does control her own Instagram. I don't love it. I think, okay, this is uh well, you should love that. It was her own creation. How rare sure. is that for sure. a celebrity? Mm-hmm. Sure. I like that part, but she's I like definitely... doing news AF on Instagram. Yeah. But we can't have her as a co-host on news AF because she is, doesn't seem that good at it. We hmm. don't know. You don't know, dude. She, I think she's highly educated. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's not the point. The point is that her caption was not hilarious. It wasn't clever. It was just maybe like, you just don't get it because there's a cultural barrier. Look, I'm going to defend Beckinsale. <laughs> okay, okay. Just you so think you she's know. a billionaire? You think she's a billionaire? I'm not saying she's a billionaire. I'm just saying maybe culturally you don't understand the subtle yeah, or British nuanced humor. humor. Yeah, of in, British in, humor. In, yeah. You think that's what it is? Could be. You're just an American brute. Mm-hmm. Doesn't <laughs> like the refined things of British oh, humor. Really? Possibly, yeah. Tyson. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so uh Malcolm McDonald said that he would even pay for a date uh with Kate Bickensdale at this point. Now it reeks of desperation. Yeah. It did. It's yeah. like yeah. I was fine Kate, with it. How interested <laughs> are you in this story? Yeah, I'll pay you to come <laughs> on a date with you. That That's, sounds salacious. Yeah, I don't like She needs mm-hmm. to get out immediately. This is danger for her. All the red flags are popping up, you know? Dong on arm. Penis arm guy is just like, yeah, Yeah. you're too aggressive penis arm guy. Yeah. Uh, I like that Kate Beckinsdale was kind of feeling like down in the dumps. Is it Beckinsdale or Beckinsale? Oh, I I, I think I have injected a a, a D into the situation, much like the doctors with uh, Malcolm's arm. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I put a D D where it didn't belong. Again, he just set me up. D into his arm. Yeah. Sorry. Kate Beckinsale. And uh, I like that she's like feeling like really depressed about the state of the world. But the one thing that made her feel better was that uh, uh, Malcolm grew a penis on his arm. Well, let's yeah. let's face it. It made us feel better. It did. That's why I was on News AF. Mm-hmm. TKMG's said, uh, and this is a prediction from TKMG's, he going to get Ken boned. Yeah. <laughs> so we will keep you posted. Now, um, Danny. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't disagree that. Uh, Everyone lives was, in fear of being Ken boned. Once the no. spotlight turns on you. Yeah, yeah only normies. Shake, doc. Yeah. yeah, only normies need to be fearful of getting Ken boned because their rise to fame their meteoric Meteor rise to fame is coming down. Social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Danny, uh, also, uh, Kate Beckinsale also uh, has, uh, in her dating past, has uh, dated Pete Davidson. I know. Oh, so she's open to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I know. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. She should okay. be fine. Yes. I, she, I have no comment. <laughs> so, Had he gone uh, to space, my opinion of him would have been higher. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm McDonald definitely. Has a, a step up from Pete. <laughs> yeah, has a chance, especially if he's growing more dicks on his arms. <laughs> yeah, he's like the he's just harvesting them every decade. <laughs> well, I mean, just like I mean Pete Davidson everywhere. has it all of piercings and tattoos. Like yeah. uh, maybe this could BD. be the next yeah the next step. Yeah, he's getting he's got yeah. it all. Did you say ED? BD. BDE. Oh, BDE. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, no, no ED. Danny. Yeah. Are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? Mm. Yeah, let's go. That's where the best dicks grow. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. <laughs> Danny's bolt hole. Here it uh-huh. is. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yes. By the way, bolt hole is a very British 
Yeah, so you're saying that you get Kate Beckinsale's humor and you think she's hilarious. Because I've named this the bolt hole. Mm-hmm. You obviously also get it. Little hideaway tucked away in the yeah. corner of the internet. Sure. Okay. You guys, uh, are you guys done going to school or do you think you might go back? Get to- oh, I'm not going back. I told you my harrowing tale of going and meeting with the counselor when I was 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Your, your opinion of an education might change. Once I, I came across this list of interesting classes, which occasionally is an article you see. Yeah. I already took bowling. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they have really interesting classes. I don't know if they're worthwhile in terms of getting a degree. Yes. What school is this? At? This is just schools across All the world. All sorts of schools. Okay. Right? okay. We talk, like Pepperdine has introduction to surfing. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Which sounds cool. I'm terrified. Couldn't you just surfing. show up and be like, yeah, I'm here for class. Audit from the mm-hmm. back. Uh, there is a college at Cornell university in upstate New York that is called tree climbing. Okay. Which by the way, I love climbing trees, even at my age, when I was putting up my Christmas lights, I was like, this is, you know, it's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. When was the last time you climbed a tree? Tyson. The last time I climbed a tree, uh, I tried climbing a palm tree not too long ago Mm -hmm. and it didn't work out. No, I can get up part way, but I was like, what happens if I get up all the way? Then how do I get back? Got to have a plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a one credit course. So mm-hmm. you can climb trees and get some credit towards your degree. Yeah. Okay. Um, another really good one that I liked was I'm trying to go dealing tactfully with difficult people. Oh, Ooh, how do I think that would that? be good? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's an extension at UCLA. If you're okay. interested, that's wow. a skill all of us need. I don't know. I've, I don't need it. I'm very good at it already, but I could probably get better. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. We could all refine that skill because non-difficult people are easy to deal with. You don't even have to like take a class for that. It's yeah, the difficult ones. Yeah, that's true. Uh, another class cow to cone. Cow to cow cone. To Ice cream. Cone. Love this. Yeah. Great. You know, I, I often wonder when I go to the grocery store. Is this in Vermont? How did these th- actually know Penn State? How did okay. these things get here from wherever they were sourced as raw materials to the yeah. shelf? You right? never watch how it's made? You know, I've probably, I've seen one or two, yeah. but um, I thought that would be an interesting mm-hmm. course to take. Uh, there's another one. And I was actually fascinated with this one. It's called Clap for Credit and also known as Music 113, Music and Performance. It's they offered at the University of Wisconsin, Madison. Here's, it's a musical credit but what you are is an audience member. And I thought that's awesome because if you're in the department as an instrument player or performer, uh-huh. and this is what they said, you now have an audience that's required to be there and clap for your performance. So it's it. like a built-in audience. Wow. And yeah, you get, uh, it's probably one credit course. So I thought that was an interesting class. Uh, here's one that Tyson might need, Lady Gaga and the sociology of, the, of fame. Oh, interesting. Uh, why, why Lady Gaga as the center of the sociology of fame? Yeah. Because, dude, you're the world's biggest pickleball influencer. Like, yeah. how are you going to navigate the very complex world of fame without taking this course mm-hmm. at the University of South Carolina? And Tyson uh, could teach the course, Danny. I could teach the course, Danny. So it says they explore the sociology of pop culture through the rise of music. A musical icon, Lady Gaga. Hmm. So that's that's kind of how they. Interesting. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Here's the, here's a good class for Rob. Yeah. Uh-huh. Introduction to world puppetry. <laughs> Why Ooh. is that good for me, Danny? Because you seem to have all these voices down. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that this is. Well, I don't really like puppets. I'll be honest. Um, especially like yeah. ventriloquist dummies. I find uh-huh. them hella creepy. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're the new clown? They, uh, they're the they're old new to me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> University of Connecticut can really give me the heebie-jeebie. So let's say you have to sleep with a clown, mm-hmm. or uh, when you say sleep, you mean like intercourse? In the same? Oh no, just in the same room. Okay. You could have twin beds on opposite sides yeah. of the room. Yeah, but in the same room, like I a grown ass close- man in clown makeup. <laughs> yes, or a ventriloquist dummy. Yep, I think I'd, I'd take the dummy. Yeah, you could okay. you could at least bite the dummy off. Yeah, even if the dummy came to life, I feel like I have more of a fighting chance than a creepy okay. clown. Sure, man. Well, if you're sleeping if in you're room. interested in learning puppetry, <laughs> this uh, the University of Connecticut mm. actually offers lots of courses on the subject. Yeah, and I wondered if that's because there's still a need for puppetry, but it's so small, only one university has decided to teach. Yeah, it. Sure, there's 
only one guy right now who's turned puppetry into <laughs> 85 success. years old. He contains all the knowledge of the world's puppetry. No, who's the, isn't there a comedian that uses puppets? Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. Mm-hmm. The, he's currently the only successful uh, mm-hmm. puppeteer uh, of modern time. He's got like an old lady. He's got a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, there's a need, but it's very, very, very small. No, I so say he's got like, a, it's like an old guy that he has. So whatever I do it is. I wonder what the need is. Like what's mm-hmm. the demand for puppetry worldwide? Almost zero, I bet. It's got to be close. <laughs> Maybe in like the undeveloped world, there's still a strong demand for good puppet acts. I don't know. I feel like the like TikToks and like v- like videos. I feel like that there could be like a market for like a puppet Puppets. talking about things. That's pretty. In- yeah, like uh, uh, the comic dog. What's that guy's name? Triumph. You know what? Yeah, Triumph. When people dance on TikTok, it's almost like they're puppets. Interesting. Right? You get everybody synced up doing the same dance. Yeah, it looks like a fancy puppet act. Yeah. Ooh. So now you, here's we what I. On. Here's what I think. We take those dancing acts and then we put puppet strings on them. And then. Did it Boys to Men or InSync? Yeah. 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 One Instinct. of their music videos was that's that. Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's probably where you got the idea subconsciously and then. Really? Yeah. It stuck with around. me. I've never forgotten that. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the there's you a, think about most. There's a handful of other courses, all of them awesome, but uh, those ones really stood out to me. There's one about mm-hmm. arguing with Judge Judy. You know, arguing learning. with Judge Judy? Yeah, popular logic on TV yeah. judge shows is one. There's another one about going viral, which seemed very appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As if as if you could take a class and then just graduate and make viral things all you day can. long. Not all day, but you have, there are ingredients. Oh, I do agree there's ingredients, videos. but there is an element of luck that is required that you can't. Yeah can't replicate yeah Yeah. but there are also ingredients so tyson i know you've shut the door on possible further education but what i'm telling you is just open it a crack because now school has become fun it it, yeah that does sound fun there's lots of fun things there but also what's to stop me from learning those things without having to enroll in school well you could you could do lots of things not going to school you're just going for the credit Oh, to so I need some degree. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as long as this school is accredited, cause it sounds like I'm going to have to be bouncing around from a lot of, to a lot of universities to get the classes I want. And if all these classes are only one credit, it's going to take me. Yeah. A lot of these are one credit. So, class. Yeah, so many. Tyson, you're just going for the classes that you need. You think of all the money you're saving on your college education of you're just going for like, a, I mean, this is like so smart where if you know exactly what you want to do in life, uh-huh. just go to the classes that offer like what you need. Go just take those. Who cares about the rest of the diploma? Okay. Well, then what will you hang on your wall? Yeah, the you report need the card. Yeah. You need the diploma. Otherwise, what point is taking the class when I could take it for cheaper, probably hiring a private surf instructor? What, what if, yeah, well, what if this is the best instructor? Like surfing is like you could take surf lessons anywhere, but um, some of these other classes. Puppetry, in, introduction yeah, puppetry, to world puppetry. For cow yeah. to cone. Yeah, that's true. Look, you need the diploma to put on your wall in your office behind you to intimidate visitors so they could look up and be like, dude, you mastered in puppetry. <laughs> all of yeah. a sudden, the atmosphere with a minor in, the room in Mandarin with a minor in Mandarin Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Chinese puppetry, <laughs> cricket fighting, and uh, international diplomacy. I have three degrees. World the one that would stand out the most would be your puppetry. Yeah, degree. no. The mm-hmm. only the only reason I'd have international diplomacy and Mandarin Chinese in conjunction with that is to boost my world puppetry degree. So did you like world puppetry at the UN? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're the UN's official puppetry person, exactly. Resolving constr- Min- uh, conflict minister, one string pull at a time. Minister of puppetry for the UN. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, well, great job once again here on uh, the old News AF. Danny, please try to be safer this week. I try. I just can't, you know, I don't you know. You can't promise. Going to. I can't promise. What adventure do you have slated on the calendar for uh, this week? I've been watching the weather. I'm trying to get up to Washington State, but it seems to not, it hasn't stopped snowing since January. 
in Washington so, State, is that it's good just or bad? Been snowing. That's it's bad good. because oh. I can't. The roads are closed. Some of the roads I need to get to the uh, the avalanche dangers fluctuating uh-huh. unpredictably, and it's just kind of like a mess. So it seems up like there, you don't necessarily care about whether or not avalanches happen. I, well, it looks like that, but it is something I consider. Okay, uh, I do consider it a lot. Plus, a lot of these things involve me going out on my own in very mm-hmm. remote areas. So even a small avalanche that loses a ski or breaks an arm or something, or even yeah. a ski pole could be disastrous. Yeah, it could be a harrowing tale for us to share next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Like I have to eat my own broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating your own broken leg. Yeah, right? Because I'm out there. I got a broken leg. The broken leg slows me down. And now I don't yeah. have any food left. Yeah. So naturally I eat the leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get the whole concept okay. of it. So it yeah, I'll definitely have a movie made. I'll be out there, but most importantly, it's not getting back to my family. It's getting back to this uh, news AF that will probably drive me forward to eat my leg and push yeah. on. Mm-hmm. The only constant in Danny's life is Tuesdays. It really is. <laughs> Tuesday yeah. mornings. Oh, God. All right. Well, great job once again, Danny. And Tyson, what about for you this week? Oh, dude, I got some fun stuff coming up. Uh, Pickleball commentary is oh. is uh, happening, and uh, I'm the best in the business at it, so it's only natural, no doubt. But uh, I'll be able to announce that shortly, and uh, yeah, just uh, back on the courts uh, playing pickleball. And kids, last week of school is next week for us. So, oh, they're at home all the time. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Okay. All right. Uh, Well, this was a really fun episode of News AF here uh, this week. So this was a pleasure to be back uh, here in the studio for for this one. And thank you so much for listening to News AF. We always appreciate uh, you checking out the show and we love to hear what you think. So uh, don't be afraid to shoot us a message on Twitter and let us know uh, what you thought about the News AF. Thanks again, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. 